What's up, everybody? Yeah, What's right. up, everybody? Episode to, to 16, Cali Connect Podcast, the flagship podcast for California USA Wrestling and everything that it has to offer. We have a special guest today. Probably doesn't need much of a introduction, uh, but we will still introduce him, uh, Mr. Anthony Valencia formerly of St. John Bosco High School in California, uh, four-time mm-hmm. Pac-12 champion, um, was national All-Amer- NCAA All-American. Did he break through one year? Mm-hmm. Um, and currently on the senior, yes, he did. senior circuit for uh, Mexican mm-hmm. national team. So we'll ask him a few questions about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get to him, how was your guys' weekend? It was good. It was good. It was good. It's going to be rough because we have a little bit of an internet delay. These guys are currently frozen. A little, a little long drive, but it was fun. 20 hours. Uh, so you guys are frozen on the, on the screen, but you're I, I, can, I can see you guys and hear you guys. But you're frozen. So I'm hoping because uh, this is fixed sooner than later. But we are going to have to get to Mr. Anthony Valencia, who's patiently waiting. Come on, Stan. You guys are. Uh, uh, you're are frozen. You're are still frozen. Um, you guys are not back somewhat. Raise your hand. Uh, it's still slow, but um, it's okay. We're going to let Mr. Anthony Valencia in, talk to him a little bit, and we'll deal with Let's the situation it run it. as it goes. Um, we'll talk a little bit about our weekends after Mr. Valencia's interview and uh, let you guys know what happened on our weekend and, and where we were at. But uh, no further, with no further ado, this is Mr. Anthony Valencia. We'll let him in. Admit Mr. Anthony Valencia, his busy schedule. Um, see what picture he's got on. Does he have one? Does he have a good one? Are you guys still frozen? Anthony. Hey, how's it going? What's going on, Anthony? How are you, buddy? Doing good. How are you? Thank you for joining us, man, on the Cali Connect podcast. These guys are having a little bit of an internet issue, as you can tell. They're frozen. Huh. <laughs> They're frozen, okay. so they're trying to fix. They're trying to fix their stuff right now. Their internet went out, but that's Robbie and Steve. I'm sure you, you can. You hear us, Anthony? Yeah, I could hear. Yeah, we can hear you now, but you're still frozen on the screen. So, awesome. when you guys figure that out, you guys can join the conversation. But in the meantime, awesome. Are we back on? You guys are back on. <laughs> yes, but you're still frozen. We're back? Okay, that's fine. I threw my mic. Oh, there you go. Nice. You guys are horrible. Anthony, so what's <laughs> what's going on, man? How are you? What's what's new? Um, we we didn't really introduce you because you have, you know, you don't really need an introduction, you know, and uh all of us down here in Cali, we all know who you are and 
you know, what you did here in California. And now, now you're, um, you know, further in your career, you just finished at ASU and four time pack 12 champion. Um, and so tell us a little bit about what's going on, man, how you've been and, and what you're up to. I've been good. Um, I've just been training, you know, same as usual. Uh, right now I've competed in a few tournaments in Mexico. I'm representing Mexico for, uh, world championships. I got Pan Ams coming up uh in may i believe it's may 4th so that's what i've been doing is just training for that mm -hmm. and um so how how is that going for you the, the competing for mexico and how did that kind of come up and and um you know we had um somebody else um on earlier a, a couple episodes ago it's coach izzy silva who did the same thing um in the early 2000s and and um talked a little bit about his experience doing that and how valuable it was for him and to get that opportunity to compete for the country. And, you know, um, our weight classes are so stacked here in the United States. And, you know, um, so talk a little bit about, about that and what went into that decision. Well, I felt like I had um, obviously a better opportunity to be on the, on the starting lineup for Mexico um, USA, you know, they have in my weight class alone, they have like the three best guys in the world. In the so world, yeah. I figure, you know, like you have guys like Jordan Burroughs and Kyle Dake fighting for that same spot for the Olympic spot, you know, when they could possibly wrestle each other in the finals of the Olympics, yeah. if we could both make the team. But yeah. I figure, you know, instead of stressing out about making the team, I could, I could make the team and I could wrestle those guys at the Olympics where it really matters. Yeah. That was my decision. That's why I decided to do it like that. And and where are you currently training? Are you in Arizona or do you go back and forth to Mexico and, and, and do uh, both sites? So I'm still in Arizona. I still train with some kids, kids. Um, but there's uh they hold camps in Mexico and I'll go do that every once in a while, get some training and help. You know, they're my teammates now, so I got to yeah. go out there and try to get Mexico as a team better. Yeah. Are there any other um, – any, anybody else from the uh, U.S. there? Uh, well, Austin Gomez Austin is – Austin Gomez, uh, I saw yeah, that. He's, yeah, he's uh, wrestling for a spot in the Mexico team, so he's yeah. in the same situation as I am. That's good, man. Well, that's awesome, man, because I know how much you like wrestling, and, and I've known you since – you guys had the tiny monster garage and, you know, we used to do privates in that little garage there. And was it Santa Fe Springs? Yeah. And um, so it, it, it's been awesome to see you guys grow up and accomplish everything that you guys are doing and become, you know, these young men and, uh, you know, being these role models to these kids and, and, and everybody that I know is, is like, yeah, you know, Anthony, you know, Valencia. I mean, I don't know them, but you know, um, the little kids now, you know, um, that look up to you and that, you know, you and your brother, um, it, does that help motivate you, um, on, on a different level or does that, you know, is that part of the package, you know? So one thing, one thing that's really awesome is I'll use Saeed as a, as an example. Yeah. Um, we were younger and we'd always be training and we'd be looking up to guys like David Taylor. Mm -hmm. That was who we looked up to. We want to be like David Taylor. Yeah. And all of a sudden years pass by and now it's 
Saeed against David Taylor fighting yeah. for a spot for to make a world team. So, you know, you, you train until your idols become your rivals. Yeah. Um, and it's it's mostly I would say it's mostly about believing. Yeah. You know, because if you keep if you if you continue looking at the people that you looked up to as higher than you, then I feel like you will never reach that point. But if you really believe that you are right there and you could take out the guys that you used to look up to, then more than likely you're going to get there if you're putting in the work and being serious about it Yeah, and having fun with it too. Yeah. Is that, is that how much fun do you have at, at the level you're competing at? Is that important to you to still have some fun? So the, the fun part for me is the competition, the, the, you know, showcasing everything I've been doing in, in the wrestling room, mm -hmm. training and practicing. Practice is not always fun. Yeah. But if you want the tournaments to be more fun, then you have to put in the work and practice to make that possible. You know, you could take it easy at practice and just have all the fun you want in practice and not do the work right. But when it comes to the tournament, you're probably not going to have as much fun there. Yeah, exactly. I tried to tell some of the kids, you know, it, I have three daughters and I don't think that I put any emphasis on what they're accomplishing now, just as long as it's a part of their life to build a foundation, you know, um, and uh, keep it fun right now, you know, and the whole, the whole, um, Thing for me is I want it to be they don't have to be an Anthony Valencia or Zaid Valencia they don't have to be that to me uh, especially as as girls and, and teenagers and and you know growing up to be a woman I want it to be a part of their life and if anything else come, becomes of it um, I would be I would be proud obviously you know so um, do you have any advice for these young athletes who are you know, I, 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 we just came back from the kids' state, and I was watching some of these kids wrestle, and it's, it's such high-level wrestling. It's, it's, I'm like, Jesus, they, they wrestle better than some of the high school kids that I know. Um, like, do you have any uh, advice for these kids on, on maintaining a pace that's going to give them some, some longevity in the sport? So one thing that I like to do is set goals, and whether they're short-term goals, mid-term goals, or long-term goals. You know, so since I was a little kid, I've always dreamed about becoming an Olympic gold medalist. That's my long-term goal. Um, and I knew that wasn't something that was going to happen when I'm nine, 10 years old. Yeah. Um, but when, when I'm nine, 10 years old, I'd be training for um, the kid state. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a tournament coming up and I make it a goal to win that tournament. So I train for that one tournament. And once I cross that one off the list, then I move on to the next one. So I remember when I was in high school, my goal was to be a four-time state champ. I fell a little short of my goal. I was a four-time finalist, three-time state champ. But all the work that I put in to make that goal possible only got me better and got me prepared for college. You know, and every like it's every weekend. So I have a college dual meet coming up in two weeks. What am I going to do to to win that that match that I have coming up? I'm going to train. I'm going to, 
watch film. I'm going to try to figure it out and then come out on top. And then after that, I set another goal for my following match. But the long-term goal of the season is for me to come out on top at the end and stand on top of the podium. Now, not all of them are going to, you know, you're not going to get your results, the results that you want every single time. I did get a lot of my results and I came out on top of a lot of my goals, but there's some that I fell short on. The ones that I fell short on is, is the ones that I learned from the most. And at the end of the day, it's about the human being that you become, you know, it's not even, it's not even about the sport. The sport is something, it's a tool that you use to become the person you want to become. It shows you the discipline. It shows you the, it teaches you the passion of it. Um, work, it teaches you to, to work towards your desires, your wants and desires. Um, and even if you fell short of them, you've still gained so much, so much knowledge, so much experience. So that's the way I like to look at it. Welcome back to these. These guys were off for a little bit, and I think sorry for missing it. I love what you were just saying, though. That was awesome. Yeah, that was great. I mean, I I, wish more people would would do that. I asked him, you know, if there was anything that he would, any advice that he'd give some of these younger kids that are wrestling, you know, to kind of keep uh, gas in the tank and have some longevity in the sport. And and his answer was basically, you know, goal setting, setting small goals that lead to larger goals, and uh, keeping the interest in the in the kids. So. Uh, what, what you said towards the end there is the biggest goal, right? Becoming a good human. And that's what the sport teaches you. And I think we all, you know, that's actually just hopping into this conversation and listening to that last little bit of, we, we always say goal setting and we, you know, everybody thinks it's what the, uh, the compliment is going to be, but if you put become a good human in wrestling, help navigate that is going to make a, that that's the best goal I've ever heard in my life right mm-hmm. there. You know, like not, I want to become an Olympic champion. No, I want to be a good human. And if you do the right things to becoming a good human, then you'll, you'll achieve your goals. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. no, no, that's awesome. It's a great way. That's a great perspective on life. So, exactly. Just working for the working, like setting those goals. Um, like I wanted to be a state champion, you know, a high school state champion. I set those goals. And even if it didn't happen, I still worked for it. So everything that you've, that you trained for um it still took you to another level in some way it's not only with wrestling it taught you the discipline and it Mm -hmm. taught you you know how to do real life human work yeah yeah (laughs) yeah 100 percent. it's awesome 100 percent. so the 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 way we came up with this podcast anthony is what we're sitting in fargo last year and uh we were trying to find ways to you know, how can we bring not necessarily awareness to the to California national team, but but help bringing our, our, our best um, kids back to the team? Because it seems like it's kind of gotten away from that for us. And um, uh, when you were on the team and Pico and, you know, your brother. And when I was on the team, we had state champs and national champs. When Robbie was on the team, same thing. And Steve and I were on the same teams. And we were going there winning, you know, uh, you know, double championships as teams, Greco freestyle, and uh, we were loaded. So we were like, how can we bring more awareness to this with this platform? So we started this podcast just to bring kids on like you, you know, you know, men like th- that used to be on the team and talk about how much of an impact a trip like that, whether it's the dual team or Fargo, 
um, has on, on a young athlete and getting them prepared to wrestle at, at the highest level, you know, or in college in general. You know, being, I being, think it's mostly just the experience, you know, feeling it and seeing it. I know um, going to Fargo, um, I used to watch people on whether it was on Flow Wrestling or whatever. I would see, um, I would see the Fargo finals, and there'd be a spotlight in the middle, and everybody's watching. And I would tell myself, I want to be there one day. Um, and then I'd work for it, and I'd get myself on a California team, and I'd go on these trips, and I remember the desire of me being in the Fargo finals and me wanting to win it. Um, so it's, it's all about just creating the passion for it. It's like, do you really want to do it? Is this something you really want to do? So I think just putting attention, more attention to it and using that to, to um, take you to the next level. You know, so now for me, I look back at my Fargo experiences and it was a great experience, but more than anything, it, it taught me to get ready for the higher level stuff. You know, like I used to look at Fargo as one of the highest, uh, biggest tournaments at that moment when I was at that age. But now looking back, I see that okay, maybe it wasn't the biggest thing because I'm chasing after even bigger things right now. But I do know that that tournament alone got me to where I am today. So I think going to those tournaments and experiencing all that, whether you win or lose, it still teaches you something. Did you wrestle Greco? What's that? Did you wrestle Greco? I wrestled both styles. I wrestled. I that a boy. Good guy. That a boy. Yeah. That a boy. Well, Greco, Greco has actually helped me a lot with my freestyle and my folk style. I, I have a really good lateral throw, and I learned that from doing Greco. Mm -hmm. And one thing I tell people is once you wrestle Greco um, and know how to throw, wrestling, wrestling gets easier in freestyle and folk style. They don't expect throws. They expect double legs. They expect mm -hmm. single legs they're not expecting throws as much in Greco. It's hard for me, at least it's harder to throw somebody in Greco than it is in freestyle or folk style, because in Greco, that's all it is, is throws. They know it's coming. They know what, they know what to stop freestyle and folk style. It kind of just helps you expand. So now they're scared of my throws. It opens up my double legs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean, we, we preach that a lot is it, also, too, if you're down, let's say, you know, 14 to 7 or whatever, you're down 7 points, and you need to put somebody to their back, it's very difficult to take that shot. They belly down, you know, unless you get a good leg turk or hand turk to put them back there. But if you have a nice lateral drop, arm throw, head lock, mm -hmm. body lock, and you need to pull that out, that's what we always say, too. It's like that's going to set you up for success. It's just even if you don't take it past the, the steps of, you know, going on the world team or stuff like that, as long as you just learn it, it's just adding to your toolbox. So what's it, that going to hurt? It makes you more dynamic. Like, like yeah. you don't even have to. You don't even have to be doing it every single match. Yeah. But just knowing how to do it can really save you. Ten seconds to go, and you don't – if you don't know how to do a throw, you're most likely not going to get the throw. Yeah. So it's better to learn it and know how to do it and give yourself the opportunity 
to hit it just in case you're down and you need it. My favorite thing is watching watching people when they're wrestling when they're losing by like five six points with short time left and they shoot a low single. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's gonna get you one takedown. What are you doing? Yeah, you gotta do a little bit more or than you that. You gotta think about the scrambling as well. Uh-huh. The scramble and ten seconds is not enough time. If they hook your leg, now you're stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just holding on. You don't yeah. have enough time to scramble. Yeah. I mean, you might not be able to just grab them right away, but you could take like a, a shoot a double, come up to the body, and now you're throwing somebody. It just adds another layer, makes you more dynamic of a wrestler. Yeah, you got more options. Uh, so, talk about your early years of wrestling. Now, when you started, did you start? What you start with folk style? Or did you start with freestyle? How'd you start? I started with freestyle. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. Um, I didn't know folk style until I started going to uh, Tulsa kickoff and Tulsa nationals, which was when I was, I would say I was seven years old. Okay. I started wrestling when I was three, four years old. Nice. Yeah. So so did you always, so right now I'm getting the the second part of it is because your aspirations are now to be an Olympic champion and bring home an Olympic championships to, to Mexico, right? Like you're, you're competing for Mexico now. Um, Now has that always not maybe, has that always been in the dream of becoming like the goals that you have set, right? You say we've talked short term goals. Have you always, was it always like, Hey, I wanted to go to the Olympics. I want to go make world teams and win world medals. Or was it like, Hey, I want to, you know, NCAAs and then that stuff where, where did the, the this part of your journey lie as you when you were younger, not so much, you know, now. So the biggest goal I've had for wrestling was to be an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. I feel like that's the biggest thing you can achieve in wrestling. You, and it's crazy to think about because someone who wins Olympic gold medal, they are the best wrestler in your weight class in the entire world one person gets to be the best so it's like you're conquering that weight class that weight class is yours and that's the way I always looked at it I'm like that would be really cool to be the number one guy in the entire world so that was always the number one the number one goal but I know it takes there's steps to it you know there's I don't think there's ever been anyone that hasn't won anything and hasn't trained for anything and won the Olympic gold medal you know, it's, it starts off with the Kagwa tournaments that I went to as a kid, you know, yeah, I yeah. The tournament and all that. And at that moment, that was the biggest thing. You know, I wanted to win the trophy at the Kagwa tournament and then I'd celebrate after I win that. And then moving on to the next thing, you know, junior high state, you know, I wanted to be a junior high state champ. And then after that, I made the goals for high school and then college. And it just keeps going until you reach your final goal. So it's just step by step. You do, you have a long-term goal, but in order to get the long-term goal, you have to do the short-term goals. And it gets as small as you want. The short-term goals is it could be as, okay, I'm going to set an alarm at 7 a.m., and as soon as my alarm rings, I'm going to get up right away to start my day instead of snoozing it two, three times. You know, that's a goal right there. My goal is not to snooze my alarm two, three times. Yeah. As I hear it, I get up and I get to work. So those little things are part of it. You know, going, making sure I don't have a slice of pizza and I eat 
you know, a piece of salmon instead. Yeah. You now little yeah. things like that leads you closer to your big goals. What we see a lot, I think, in the well, right now, in in what in every guest that we've had on has done something at a higher level or or coached at a higher level and stuff like that. What we what we the three of us deal with on a daily basis is parents that are trying to get their kids to win state right now, like at seven eight years old. At seven eight years, we're talking high school state. Like they're getting this, you know, their end goal is living through their kid almost, and it's like. their end goal is for whatever your son or daughter wants and have them reach their goal. And it doesn't, how I always used to say it was don't cap them just of winning a state title. Don't cap them winning just a national title reach for the world, right? Like, like, like you're saying, go for the world. And then the small goals on the way is how you should do it. And we have people just wanting to win it now. And just hearing it from a high level athlete, I think is going to help hopefully for the people out there listening to us that, Hey, this is how, now multiple guests have said the same thing this is how it should work you know it's it's repetitiveness coming back from many different people coaches athletes all the same of going hey have your big goal put goal set and understand you might hit bumps in the road and understand you might do this but you're gonna get there one day as long as you just keep going and then also learning learning how to move on from something you've already accomplished yeah so you know, I won state three times and I remember putting up my state brackets in my room and hanging it up. But then I thought to myself, I'm still living in that moment. I'm like, I want to achieve something bigger. Why am I going to put something that I've accomplished on my walls instead of putting some, putting a goal on my wall? You know, I know like under my bed when I wanted to be an NCAA champ, I, I would, on top of my bed on the ceiling, I would write, you know, 2022 NCA champ. I'd put that. So that way it's the, it's the first thing I see when I wake up and it's the last thing I see when I go to sleep. So the goal is always in my mind. But one thing I've noticed is a lot of people put their accomplishments and their awards in their rooms and the, on their walls. So then, so if they don't achieve one of their future goals they know well at least i won this and this is what i'm known for i could have just if i kept those bracket state brackets up i could have just um been like oh i didn't win this but at least i'm this you know california wrestler who's well known and i won a state championship you know but then i'm going to be living limiting myself yeah that's awesome that's a good way to put it man um to kind of keep it in perspective, right? Like, Hey, I have this goal. And, and, um, I think that what you said was interesting is that you, you, uh, took those down because you were living in that moment. And I mean, not that it's bad to put something up and, and rejoice in that moment sometimes, but, but to kind of say, Hey, there's something bigger that I'm trying to accomplish. And, and, uh, the word you use was you're holding on to that moment, um, as an accomplishment, you already accomplished that. And I think that's very valuable for these kids to hear. Um, but how, uh, moving on a little bit, how, how's your, uh, how's Kyle doing over at ASU? Talk a little bit about how he's doing. He's doing good. See, so like, I feel like everybody has their learning experiences. I had it myself. 
you know, I moved, I moved, I moved from home, started college and I noticed, oh shoot, I need to do, I need to start doing things on my own. You know, I, before I used to just focus on training as hard as I can, doing my schoolwork and getting my sleep. My mom would do my cooking. (laughs) Uh, She would do my laundry. Um, And my dad would make sure he, he, he'd tell me Saeed and Kale, he's like, your focus is to wrestle hard to get straight A's in school and make sure you get your rest. Um, so, so I didn't have, I didn't, I was, I didn't know how to do the other things. You know, I knew here and there, but it's not something I did every single day. It wasn't part of my routine. And when I got to college, I, um, I realized I, it takes more to be at the top, you know? So I took, I feel like I took a small little dip because of those things, but then I learned how to fix them. I'm like, Oh, I can't be eating cafeteria food every single day. I have to go grocery shopping and get the food so and be as healthy as I used to be when I was in high school. So I feel like with Kale's situation, he's, he's doing good right now, but at the beginning of the season, he had those, he was struggling and there was times where I would be telling him, it's like, I'm telling you, bro, you need to be doing this. Like I experienced this myself and you know, it, people don't really recognize it until you experience it yourself um, to learn from it. So once he starts taking a few losses here and there, it's like, man, I shouldn't be losing to this guy. I shouldn't be losing to this guy. What's going on. That's when you stop and really think, okay, I need to make some changes. Because if I continue doing the same thing, um, I'm going to keep getting the same results. And that's one thing I saw him do this season, and he turned it around halfway through. There's still work to do, and he's learning and he's growing, but that's all part of it. Is he going to U20s? Um, I'm not sure yet. No. I'm not sure. You know, his season just ended, so yeah. I think he told me they start back up today with training. So we had Kyle uh, Parko on last time. Sorry, we had Kyle Parko on last time, one of the episodes, and talked a little bit how it how it is wrestling for um, Zeke. You know, is, is that something that you will you know cherish for? You know, oh yeah. Um, how unique is that to be able to wrestle for Zeke? One thing that I really like about Zeke and all the coaches there and my teammates, it's it's like one big family. You know, we all love each other. We all want the best for each other. And we're all willing to work hard and go shoot for the stars and get the goals, achieve the goals that we want to achieve. And we do that together. So that means, you know, pushing each other, maybe cussing each other out at practice because someone's not doing the work right, you know. But at the end of the day, you look back at that and it's it's that brotherly love kind of thing you know me me and Saeed grew up and we we fought here and there but it was you know it was mostly out of love um we that's what, if that if that's what you want to call it <laughs> uh Kyle said that that Zeke's a little bit of like a um commercial yeah, yeah he's a celebrity <laughs> He has his pitch. Like, he always sounds like he's pitching somebody unless you, like, break the walls down. Is that true? It's true. I mean, <laughs> partially true. One, one thing um, one thing, me and Saeed noticed with Zeke is um, 
he's really he's he's a he's a businessman he likes to um Mark and he himself. likes to showcase he likes to showcase to everybody what we got going on and one thing we noticed is as soon as there's a camera up <laughs> um, like, it's like hey so what you need to do is uh is fake right here and do this and snap and you know he's just talking in the camera because he knows there's a camera there right. yeah yeah but it's i mean it's some good stuff have you seen the other side uh, how do you, do you get to see more now uh, especially maybe even being out of it the other side of the coach athlete relationship and international coach you know the international levels of kind of that's his i, I mean it's all that world but like that's where he competed the latest and, 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 and stuff like that. And what he did so much, so many great things in having that as your coach um, for training to become an Olympic champion one day is, has to be pretty awesome. And you get to see that side of him and, and maybe talk about that and how nice that might be. Yeah. See, I feel like I've um, like Zeke treats his, his uh, wrestlers as, as equals to the coaches. Mm -hmm. So we know everything that's going on. We, um, we're, we're treated as a team. There is no like, okay, here's the coaches and here's the wrestlers. He, he asked the wrestlers, what do you guys think? Do you guys want practice at 9 a.m. tomorrow or do you want it at 3.30? And we all decide as a team together. It's not the coach coming up with the, with the schedule all the time. You know, so it's not, it's, it's not, you know, the coaches is the boss. It's more like the coach is more of the leader. Yeah, yeah. Well, that keeps everybody in 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 the program, too. It, it makes makes the athlete feel like they have some ownership of what's going on. Exactly. That's going to make, make the athlete work a little harder because now they're more invested. It's not like, oh, I got to go to practice because coach yeah. said it's at this time. It's like, oh, yeah, we get to practice when I want. Now I'm excited about going. It's It just it makes everything a lot, a lot better for the athlete. Yeah, one thing I really liked – I remember I bumped up to 174s uh, one year and I was a little smaller and I needed to get bigger. And we were doing two practices a day and I felt, I, I went up to him and I asked him like, Hey coach, can I, um, instead of coming to practice in the morning, can I go get a lift instead? I need to get, get more muscle and gain more power. And I feel if I do two practices, it's only going to make me lose more weight. You know, because I, I sweat a lot. I lose like five, six pounds every practice. If I put sweats on, then I lose like eight. So I didn't want to do that to my body. I just need to do that once a day. Can I replace the morning practice with the lift instead? And, you know, he, he understands his athletes. He knows, he knows, uh, he knows how serious I am. And he knows that I wanted to achieve my goals. He knows what I want for myself. So he was able to trust me to do that part and allow that. And that's what I really, really like about Zeke. That's awesome. That's huge. That's real big. Uh, now also, what? so I'm going, I like talking about the international stuff. Um, so what's next for you internationally? Where are you going to go? Where are you competing? Um, and then are you are a part of the Sunkiss kids. And um, can you also talk a little, because again, we, uh, I don't think a lot of people understand the, how much those clubs have involvement in the senior circuit, especially, you know, like the, what they, how they help and how they get you to where you need to go to achieve your dream. And, and Sunkiss has done a really great job. They finally came back to Greco 
and uh, done an awesome job supporting their athletes. Can you give a little talk about that and what's kind of going to go on for your your next journey and getting prepared for this big year coming yep. up to qualify your your weight class? Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm grateful to be a Sunkiss kid. Um, they um, one thing I like is it's not a, it's not always about the money with them. It's it's about us getting the opportunity to be able to achieve our goals. Um, so, so allow, having them like help supporting my trips and training in their facilities and doing whatever to make it easier for me to achieve those goals, um, is what I'm grateful about. And I feel like in a lot of organizations, a lot of company, it's, it's more about, okay, what are you going to bring to the table instead of, okay, here, I see what you want. I see your goals. Let me help you achieve that. And, you know, I'm just blessed. I'm blessed to be a Sunkiss. And then even doing the Mexico thing, you know, I had a little, it's like, wait, aren't you, aren't you, oh, you'd be competing against our guys if you do this Mexico thing. But, but they see, I feel like they see the bigger picture. It's not about, um one team against another it's about helping the individual achieve their goals and then knowing that they had a big part in that because it wouldn't be possible without an organization like Sunkiss yeah um so yeah yeah, so my next um my next tournament will be the Pan American Championships that that will be in Argentina and I'll be doing it for Mexico that's awesome. Did you compete at the the nationals? I think didn't, didn't they just have the nationals this this past week or something like that? Uh, no, I I uh, graduated from college already. So this no this, no 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 no. I'm talking for Mexico because Gomez went down there. Didn't he wrestle oh, the yeah. nationals down there? Yeah. So there's there's several tournaments. You know, Gomez wasn't co- able to compete in some of the other ones. Okay. Um, oh. because he had wrestling season, college wrestling season. So so he still had to make the team. So how does that work with the, with the, the the Mexico team? It's What's like, the process to qualify for for the worlds and the Pan Ams and all that kind of stuff? Um, it's so best two out of three tournaments. Um, they have three big national tournaments. I went to the first two and I won both of them. Um, thing I believe Austin won the first one but couldn't wrestle in the second one, so he just came back from this last one. Um, so after making the team, then you go to Pan Ams and I believe taking top three at Pan Ams qualifies you for the world championships. That's awesome. So, okay. So instead of how we have it different where you go to nationals and then we have the trials and then we have final X and it's best two out of three at final X, you got to win best two out of three tournaments, not not just one day that's kind of that's cool. pretty tough and and honestly you you truly find out who is the best right because again we we kind of set it up to where you go one day and you can you you get ready for that one day but you got to do best two out of three you got to get pick yourself up you know multiple times and you you still have chances so that's yeah that, that's pretty cool that's yeah pretty cool. and um you know, they, there's been situations where one guy has won the first tournament and then another guy has won the other one. And then um, 
if there's another guy that wins the third one, then they have to do like a round robin best two out of three. Wow. Would they do that at the at the third tournament or would they set like another another thing? Like another, uh, I another think, tournament. I believe they, they set up another wrestle off if that happens. That's pretty cool. So you go into Pan Ams and then also too, um, you're looking forward well, take best I'm pretty sure once you take best uh top three at Pan Ams, not just the world championships this year. You also get to go represent your uh, represent Mexico for um, the Pan American Games this year down yeah. in, in in Santiago de Chile. I got to do that in fifteen, and it's it's a really cool feel. So I, I always try to tell people don't look over that. Like if you get a chance to to go to a Pan American Games, it's a festival in itself. And I I've been down to Chile before, and it's an awesome awesome experience. So uh, really sink that in because it is a it's a mini Olympics where it's, you're, you're doing the walk and, and what I love, what I love about it is the South Americans take it so serious there that it's like, it's their whole entire world. And it's, and they, everything is just, it's, it's a really cool experience. That's, that's the best I can yeah. say, you know, so. See, you gotta, so like one thing, here. one thing I do is um, it's like, okay, you know, in high school you got, you got CIF, Masters, and then State. Well, my goal is always to be the state champ, you know? So so that makes it a little easier for me mentally when I compete at CIF and Masters because I look at those as, okay, I'm going to win those. If I want to be an, a state champ, I'm, I got to win these, you know, because I can't be the second. I can't take second and third because that means I'm not the best guy. Um, so when I when you're talking about um, the Pan American Games, I look at that as my CIF. You know, it's you know everybody wants to be a CIF champ and it's big. You get the ring and it's really cool, but it's not the best thing. It's, yeah, no. it's, it's under that. So yeah. Worlds is my goal. I want to be a world champion, and in order for me to be a world champion i have to get through um pan ams yeah so i know it's not going to be an easy road because i you know especially with the americans that are in my weight class i'm going to have to wrestle you know like kyle Dave, jordan burrows at pan am so it it will be big either way but i like to look at the world championships those matches too, those big matches like you were just talking about, wrestling a Burroughs or a Dick. Do you get excited for those ones? Yeah, Are those ones you really look forward to, like, oh yeah, I get, I'm 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 going after him. I'm gonna take him yeah. out this time. I, I've told people sometimes it's easier to wrestle guys like that than someone who who's good and I'm supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so like if you know, realistically, like I believe I believe I could beat them. But realistically, people out there, they're thinking, okay, Anthony's probably not at that level. That's what most people are thinking. I just choose to put it out in the line and give it my best and have fun with it. You know, just instead of wrestling scared, you know, I'm not supposed to beat them, but I know I can. Might as well just put it all out there. And I've had those moments. Um, I remember I I bumped up um to the senior level in the u.s open when i was still i was a senior in high school and i wrestled the u.s open seniors and i ended up taking third i'd be 
uh, top guys, world champs, you know, university world champs. And it was big. That was because I was having fun and I wasn't worried about, oh, if I don't win here, it's, you know, it's going to be bad. You know, I was thinking, I'm just going to go out there and whatever happens, happens. And I ended up having like one of the greatest tournaments because I, it was the fear that I let go of. Enjoy you enjoying the sport and, and actually like the, what, how I think a lot of kids do that too, is they, they put the fear in the, in the, almost like they don't believe they, again, I, you're not supposed to be on this map because he's won this. No, you're just as good or better than this guy. Go out there and we'll put it on the line, figure it out by stepping on the line. Don't just think you know? he's better than Yeah, enjoying it and not, not putting too much pressure on yourself. Just yeah. And having fun. Yeah, it's having fun and also believing. You know, wrestling, wrestling to win, not wrestling not to lose. That makes a big difference. A lot of, there's people that go out there, and I've done it myself, go out there and I'm like, oh, I hope I don't lose this match. I hope I don't lose this match. But that's, you know in a way you're creating that loss you're 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 putting that fear but if you go in there to win the match it's a completely different match i think it's yeah, you're, too, you're it's not you're not going too. in with with you're not going in with negative thoughts in your head if you're yeah. oh i don't want to lose i don't want to lose now it's automatically you're already thinking negative thoughts and it yeah. just kind of starts a, a downward spiral that shoot yeah. now now you can lose this match yeah that energy exactly. though it takes a lot out of you those negative thoughts you know too you, it does you want to feed your body positive stuff, you know, whether it's, you know, nutrition, thoughts, you know, energy. You want to give as, your body as much positive energy as possible going to those things. I try to tell these kids, these younger high school kids that are always wrestling not to lose, you know, and it, they end up losing. And I'm like, wrestled like you weren't, like you didn't want to lose, not like you wanted to win. They're not taking shots, mm -hmm. they're not firing off. You know, they're not pulling the trigger. They're just like, well, I, I just couldn't pull it off. He was going to take me down. I'm like, you got to believe in that stuff, man. You know, we, yeah. we're not going to, every shot we take, we're not going to be successful, you know? So, and that goes in anything in life, right? There might not be yep. anything. So you train, yourself. you know, you train and you put in the work. Yeah. And when you go into a tournament, you're already as good as you could ever be. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you train, you did everything you could. So at this point, when you're when you go to the tournament, you have nothing to worry about. You, all you have to do is just do your best and go out there and just Beat, give it all you have. Yeah, you know, believe in yourself. Yeah, What's gonna happen? It's gonna happen. fun. No, yep. and, and and it's kind of that like if you are kind of having those angst or uh, doubts, that means you're not doing the right things on the outside. Exactly. Outside right. Of the mat. Yep. Right. You know, kind of going back to what you were saying, like. Maybe I was eating that pizza in that goal setting. Maybe I was hitting snooze. Maybe That's I was. That's what gets you the doubt. That's yep. what you the doubt. I didn't train that hard at practice this last week. Um, yeah. And now you're nervous when you're going into this tournament. You're only nervous because you know that you didn't do your best. Yep. You're ready. I've, been, I've, I've trained hard going into a tournament, and I gave it all I had, and I've, I've had – a lot of confidence going into a tournament because of the way I felt from the training I did. That's I mean, awesome. I don't think these young kids really grasp uh, the me the mental part of everything. You know, they get so caught up in who they're wrestling and you know what rank they are or whatever that the case may be. And I'm sure you know all of us are guilty of it. You know, coming across somebody that you know is a little bit rank higher than us or whatever, and 
and we have a little bit of self-doubt but like you said we believe in our training and we do our best and we only can control what we can control and i try to tell these kids like you know we can't worry about all the what ifs man you know only you tie your shoes get on the mat shake his hand get after it that's all you can do and and um hearing it from you know high level athletes like yourself and the past guests and you know uh these two down here it, it, it's it's just something that is repetitive amongst everybody that we have on here like robbie said is that um believe in your training man believe in what you do believe in your coaches and and again hearing it from you is and some of these kids that might be listening to this episode um that look up to you hearing you say that um is very valuable you know so and and i think Again, we, we just hopped on when you did it, when you, when you were talking about it. But the ultimate goal, like you said, being a good human, every college, the, the, the college coaches that we've had on here and the athletes that we've had on here, uh, but you said it the best. Tra your ultimate goal is become a good human. And everybody mm -hmm. else has said that. Like all the college coaches, what's the, we always ask them, what's the thing you want? Mm -hmm. I want a good human. Like I want yeah. a good person. And then yeah. after that, we can build championships. But, um, and I think that gets lost. Everybody's like, I got to win. I got to win. No, no. Yeah. Winning will happen. You got to do the, the well, things not, right. You're not going to be doing it forever. You know, it, yeah. it's a tool. It's a tool that you use to mold yourself into who you want to become. Yeah. You know, like there's times where, oh man, I feel like taking a break at practice right now because I'm really tired. Nope. I'm going to choose to push through it. So now, you know, in other parts of my life, I know how to push through things because of wrestling. There's nothing harder than that. Yeah. It's a yeah. point where you're going to throw up and you you're about to pass out because it's just so much hard, so much training and um, you're not going to have to deal with that in like other in regular life scenarios. I think that's something people have the hardest time with is it's like, especially young kids you know, high school kids or, or, or middle school or whatever, they haven't really wrestled very much yet. And they're like, oh, practice was super hard today. It's like, yeah. was it though? Yeah. I mean, you have to find your wall and break through it. You can always go hard. Your your mind kind of screws with you a little bit. Oh man, you can't do anymore. You can't do anymore. But you have to find that next gear to push yourself to that next level to yeah. get better. Exactly. Not just conditioning, but technically mentally tougher. Mm -hmm. And people don't understand that. It's because yeah. it's so hard to do. Yeah, they just a lot of them go just go through the motion, you know. Like, uh, one thing I do and my dad does a lot is he he says shadow drill. You let's let's uh, start shadow drilling. And I watch some of uh, some guys um shadow drill, and they don't even know what they're doing. They're just moving around and going through the motion. They take a half shot, and it's like, are you envisioning? your opponent in front of you when you took when you took that shot what kind of shot was it what leg did you grab um when you sprawled when you did when you did a sprawl did you picture that guy shooting into your leg or did you just sprawl just to sprawl you know so it's really putting it one thing one thing that i liked i saw this video um of arnold Schwarzenegger talking and they asked him a question it's like how do you how you know how do you get your muscles so big how do you get strong and he said the trick is to you to put your mind into the muscle that you're working on so if i'm doing biceps 
don't just do biceps just to do bicep. Don't do the curls just to do the curls. Put your mind inside the muscle and feel the muscle working and feel it burning. That's how it grows. It's not just the physical part of it. It's mental too. Oh, that's huge because so many kids, mm -hmm. we do it all the time. Guys, the mental battle is the hardest battle of this sport, mm -hmm. especially the higher you get. Mm -hmm. the 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 men it's i always tell people it's like 85 90 mental and the physical is just gonna happen because you're gonna put in the hard work it's getting over those voices in the back of your head yep. getting over the, the 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 stuff you put on your walls and moving mm -hmm. past that and living in the moment like or the that that moment like what's the next like because kids go out there i'm a state champion i shouldn't be losing well no you just took a step to the big boys now and now you're here yeah. you know oh, i'm a national champion i shouldn't be losing well now you're going for a world title it's a little different you know like everything changes and there's never until you get to that pinnacle goal that you have set for yourself there's always something that's going to get a little harder and take you a little further and you're mentally going to drain you it's going to be different yeah. You know, I feel I feel everybody is control is in control of their own destiny if they decide to control it. You know, you know how in cartoons you see the you see the little devil and you see the yeah yep, yep. <laughs> so I look at it as like there's two different entities in your own mind. You're you're always you're constantly talking to yourself. There's one part of you that's saying oh, that slice of pizza looks good. Go eat it. Like it's going to taste good. Um, and then you got the other side of you saying, no, I shouldn't because I want to be a state champion. Um, so it's like, what's more important? Is it the pizza right now or the state championship in a few weeks? Um, and you make that decision. You're in control of it. If you, if you decided to have that pizza and that's the reason why you didn't become a state champion, that's on you. You know, so it's the decision. You're in control of it. Yep. That'd be a that better be a really good slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's a pizza that good. Uh, I saw I saw my devil and my angel this morning when I was trying to get up at four o'clock in the morning. The devil was like, nah, just stay in bed, dude. It's cool, bro. It's cool. We yeah. got a long trip. And the angel's like, No, get up, get up, no. get up. You're gonna regret it. Uh huh. That's Sorry. one reason why. That's one reason why I like to journal. I like to journal every every night. I journal um how my entire day was, and if and I ask myself the question: Did you win today? And what I do is I set my goals for tomorrow. The night before, I set my goals for tomorrow. I do everything I need to. I I write down everything I need to get done. Um, and I set those goals. And then throughout the day, I complete my task and I cross it off. I cross it off. And at the end of the day, I ask myself the question, did I win today? And I'll check them. You know, there's a check mark that says yes. And there's one that says no. You know, and the thing about journaling is you have to be honest with yourself. It's not something anybody else sees. It's just you. It's um, so there's been times where I won the day. And I got everything done and I did all the right things. I didn't cheat myself. And there's times where I failed and I didn't do everything that I told I that I told myself I was gonna do. Um and I would check, I would be honest and check the the box no and 
and then ask myself, what did I learn from it? How can I be better? And that's part that goes back to being a great human being. You know, at the end of the day, it's not wrestling. It's more than that. So basically what, again, you're, you're hitting some awesome points because we always say every coach, every coach has told us the only person you're cheating is yourself. The, you got to look yourself in the mirror and mm -hmm. tell yourself. So you're literally putting on your paper. If you won that day, you're literally telling yourself, hey, yes, I believe I did everything I did could do to be the best me today. And then if it takes the honest side, the hardest part, if you didn't do everything right to say, no, I did not. How can I be better tomorrow? Yeah. And that's when somebody tells you, you're the one that's going to lose out. You have to look yourself in the mirror. That's a great way to do it because yeah. now you're journaling it down. And that last question is the heaviest one of all. That's a hard one. too. That's a tough one. And one thing, like, I remember my dad's the one that got me and Saeed to, to journal when we were younger. But the difference with me journaling then and me journaling now is my dad used to look at our journals. You know? yeah. So the difference there is there would be times where maybe I wasn't honest with myself in my journal because somebody else was going to look at it. That's why this is something that you it's for you, you know, and you're honest with it. And that's how you're going to grow, because if I was showing people what I'm journaling, you know, maybe I wouldn't want them to know that I cheated myself today. So I put, yes, I accomplished all my goals today when really I didn't. So then there's you, you, there's no point in really doing it. There's that little devil saying that, <laughs> you know, like you're saying, Hey, oh, someone's going to read it. Don't you, yeah, you did everything. You did You could lie to yourself too. And then end up believing it. That's the yeah. scary thing. That is, that is that's really so scary. true. So that, true. Is, that is 100% true, man. One of my last questions, I always tell all these guests, one of my last questions for you is one of our very first uh, episodes, we get an all-time top 10 list of California wrestlers. Some people had put you and your brother in there. Um, do you have, off the top of your head, a top 10 list of all-time California wrestlers? Top 10 or top 5? Either one. Five. Whatever you can Either get. one. Five. We, uh, asked, we asked the previous guests, and they gave us seven. So, <laughs> I mean, I I like to put me and Saeed on that list. Fair. Um, Robbie Robbie put himself on on honorable mention. So, uh huh. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of good ones. I remember, oh, yes. you know. I know. Uh, I remember when Alex's Narrows was going for his fourth. And he mm -hmm. was known as one of the greatest. And then Nico Virial took it from him, his fourth state title. So I would put both of them on that list. Mm -hmm. Um I'll give you I'll give you some examples. Like we 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 had Dave Schultz on our list. We had um who else did we Mark have? Schultz. Mark Schultz. We had guys like that on our list, but we're a little bit of a different generation than you. So Yeah. See, I like to look at also what I like to look at is what they did after mm. their, yeah. their high school post, post high school success. One thing that got us um got me and Saeed over not being four time state champ is we look back at 
who was the first? Daryl Vasquez, the first, mm -hmm. the four timer in yeah. California. Um, he won four state titles. But then I tried looking at history, like what what did he do after that? You know, mm -hmm. was that his settle? Thank you. Thank he was a, you. He was an All American. Thank I think you. he took fifth. He was two time All American. Okay. Yeah. Stop yeah. that. What? How do you do it? Uh, in college, yeah. He's so, two time All American. Yeah. Stopped at college. Yeah. I'm thinking we're going beyond college that's too, what, are we? Yeah, that, that's what. He, well, that's he, the cool thing. You can make we? the criteria okay. whatever you want it yeah, to. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's yes. your criteria. So you, whatever you have. Any top, I mean, Jake Warner, he won an Olympic gold medal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing you can do. So yeah. definitely up there. Jake, he was he was on some of the lists. He was yeah. on a couple of people's list. I think he was on one of their lists. Um, they had Amit Allure on there, on their list, all time top ten. She's still going. That's the cool part. Mm -hmm. Her story's not done yet. Again, she just won. The you have to put her up there as uh, one of the top greatest top 10 greatest wrestlers in California history because she just did something no one's ever done and then she has done uh and she's still competing so her her level is yeah can she achieve more she could be the highest she can win more world titles than any you know so it's like but you can't discredit the what she's doing at the moment in time is her story no written yet no but she's already broken history so if you're a his if you're a history breaker like come on you got to be on a top 10 of something <laughs> yep, exactly. yeah that's the thing is um people are always breaking records um it, it's funny to think okay what's what can a human what is what are they capable of doing what's the best thing that they're capable of doing remember how a six minute mile back in the day was impossible to run. And now one person broke it and now everybody can do it. Mm -hmm. it's yeah. the same thing. You beat one record and you could, you, since the beginning of time, people have been breaking records. You know, if you go back to the very first record and you go to the record that people have now, it's, it's a big difference. Way Huge. Different. So like wrestling continues to grow. Um, there, there's, like you know you got dan gable who was the old like he was the greatest of all time uh in his time but i have a feeling that wrestlers today an average wrestler today is just as good or or even better than what dan gable did and what he had like the wrestlers he had to beat you know so it's just evolved evolution evolved. Yes, the evolution evolved, of the sure. sport people know more wrestling moves they have more defense they have more attacks and it's going to continue to grow yeah. so like looking into the future 50 years they might look back at us and be like man you guys weren't very good back in the day yeah <laughs> well i think i yeah. remember you doing a flying squirrel yep. you know that was the yeah, first I, time I, I saw it live i was like what the <clears throat> was that so, I don't think people can say wrestling now is not very good because at any time, just because the, the stuff that people are doing is crazy. They're jumping over people's backs. They're jumping yeah. and rolling on people's, you know, grabbing ankles and jumping over the top of them. I mean, some of the stuff that you've done is pretty, it's pretty, you know, yeah, pretty spectacular. That's, that's one thing I like to do is I like to invent my own moves and mostly because they don't see it coming and it opens me up for 
other moves. So when I first did my flying squirrel, that was because they were stopping my double leg. I would do double legs all the time and they would stay super low. So I'm like, I'm going to start jumping over the top of them. And I started doing that. And guess what they started doing when they saw that I jump over people, they started watching out for me hopping over. And what did that do? That opened up my double leg again. Yeah. So it's just about doing, doing things that they don't expect. And once they start to expect the unexpected, it opens up your regular moves. And we, we talk, we talk about the same thing too. We, we have to evolve as coaches too, because wrestling is changing, you know, and yeah. we're, so we have to be, we talk about being students of the game and we have to catch on as well, just as well as you guys do, because in order to teach these kids and, and have them evolve, um, we have to evolve as coaches too. And I, I think that's yep. the most. I, I can't tell you how many times um, they've told me that stuff won't work. <laughs> and then I do it and I do it against some of the best guys in the country and they can't say anything. So now they're now they can't say no that stuff doesn't work because they saw it with their own eyes that it does. Do you look over and be like, I "Told you it would." <laughs> give him a little, give him a little I wink. Coaches tell me things aren't gonna work, and I still do it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's um, awesome. I don't know how much you got going on today, man. I know you say you have some free time, but uh, we don't want to keep you any longer than we have to, and we love having you on. We could talk for hours about wrestling. We always do after our guest leaves. I don't know how much um, they listen to us after our guest leaves, but um, <laughs> we talk and we talk, but um, again, we thank you so much for being on, man. It's, it's really, it's really good. I told your dad this the other day when I saw him at kids date, I said, it's really an honor to see uh, the men you guys have become um, seeing you guys from such little guys, you know, and, and being in that little garage you guys had and, becoming the men you guys are and the accomplishments that you guys have, have accomplished and that are going to continue to accomplish. I told him how proud I was of you guys. And I told him how proud I was of him. Um, and, you know, so I'm really happy for you guys and I'm wishing both you and your brother and, and all, both your brothers uh, the best. And, and I'm always rooting for you guys. And, and um, again, thank you for being on uh, the show. And, and um, what is your Instagram? My Instagram is air underscore Valencia. Nice. And that, yeah. that name I got from my flying squirrel. <laughs> awesome. That's it. That's yeah. well, hey, thanks for so much for coming on and good luck. Good luck yeah, at down at Pan Ann's, man. Yeah. Have some fun, We're too. On. We'll be yeah. following you, man. Thank you. And then uh, make sure you follow our podcast, bro. We're going to tell you on it. So. And then we'll um, hopefully we'll have either Kale or Zaid on soon and, and um, talk to them, too, and See what's up, man. Thank you again for your time. I know you're busy, and and uh, good luck the, the rest of the year. Sounds good. Thanks again. I'll Thank see you. Thank you. Thank you, Anthony. Anthony Valencia, four-time Pac-12 All-American, three-time high school state champion. Four-time again, finalist. Four-time finalist. That's insane. And um, what's funny? funny story about those kids, man, and I've known that whole group of um, kids for a long time that when – St. John Bosco first started popping off in the, you know, uh, late 2000s, around, you know, the year you graduated. Uh, Me? Oh, five? Yeah, around that time. I think it was maybe a little yep. bit after that. A little uh, bit, a little bit. Uh, they started getting. Oh, uh, around that time. Yeah, it was yeah. still around the time I was there. It was um, 
you know, what's, what's the well, church boys? Yeah, Calvary Chapel. Calvary, Calvary Chapel, Chapel yeah, was but, the staple down there. Then Bosco started coming yeah, along. Bosco's the, but that was that whole group of kids that came in. There was Anthony, Zaid. There was um, uh, Aaron Pico. There was a mm-hmm. kid named Kate Olivas. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they had all won a state championship at freshman, I believe. Um, I might be wrong on one of them, but I know Cade won, Aaron so Pico, Pico won, um, and either Zaid or Anthony had won it. And then I think um, they both won it their freshman year, didn't they? They might have. They might have had four state champions that year, um, but uh, they kind of set the groundwork for St. John Bosco, and you know they still they they're still going, and and they give back to their program. You know, um, they had one this year, state champion, one state champ. Uh, was it Sahakian? Zahakian won and did that. Uh, Ruiz. Yeah. Uh, Ruiz might have taken second. I might second. be wrong. They had two finalists, I'm pretty had sure. Two finalists, yes. But they kind of set the groundwork for those guys. And, you know, they had, um, you know, past guys like who's the kid that just transferred from, I think, Michigan State to CBU. Um, yeah. The 220 pounder. Forget his name. Um, Derek just mentioned him in the last episode. Um, I forget his name, but he he was out there. Oh, uh, Bosco too. Um, you know, they, We're all running had, on low fumes here after they, our weekend. They had, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm man, still right? catching up, man. I yesterday killed me, dude. Oh my oh, god! You flew. I flew. But he had probably about the same amount of same uh, hour of travel than us. Yeah, but His you didn't have to do anything. Longer. You just sat. So uh, no, on Wednesday, right? Our plane was delayed, so we went to high school nationals in Virginia Beach, and um, he he. Went to I high school now. Yeah, I we they went, went to, to the good tournament of uh, Northwest, <laughs> Northwest Regionals. Northwest the real, Regionals. the real wrestling. So, uh, our we were gonna take a red eye on Wednesday and then land there about nine a.m. Um, uh, Thursday morning and everything, you know, weigh-ins, check-ins, stuff like that. Thursday, our flight was delayed Wednesday night. We missed our um, our connecting flight in Atlanta. They put us on a standby. We waited another three hours till noon. Didn't get in till close to 3 p.m., 4 p.m. into Virginia Beach. So it was a long day of travel, man. It was just all blur for us. And <laughs> it was, you know it was, it was a really long day of travel? What's that? Coming home from Fargo last year. Oh, my God. So I don't no, feel bad no. for you. That was horrible. No, dude. You know what was really hard day of travel? Was the it was year horrible. Be- the year before that, when you oh yeah, when you got Chicago, stuck in Fargo, <laughs> and I had to stay an extra night, dude. You got stuck. I, that's right. I almost literally cried. <laughs> I, I cried. It was Do you know the days. real the real hard travel when I had to travel from here, from Colorado to Uzbekistan? It took me forty eight <laughs> hours. You can't. Well, obviously it's you, gonna can't, be you can't fly. <laughs> you can't fly into Uzbekistan, can you? Yeah, yeah you, you can. have to fly into. Uzbekistan. You're you not driving well, from here. There's honey. no like direct flights to Uzbekistan, <laughs> right? I'm sure you fly. Uh, so you know. So yeah. So this is what sucks. So this one we went to. Uh, yeah, you can we take went, a train, dude. Obviously, so we flew from Colorado to uh colorado to san francisco san francisco to seoul korea and typically when you get overseas you're like oh the next flight won't be that long so that was like 24 hours of travel right there almost like we're, we're going so then we get on our flight it's another 12 hour flight from seoul korea to tashkent uzbekistan that would be horrible and it was absolutely oh horrible God. and then we had to stay a night in tashkent in a hotel and then take a bus to kazakhstan for our 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 next trip it was rough that would be rough 
So yeah, I didn't want to, I, we were playing the one up game there. You wound up my boy. I had to come back yeah. and one up you. So. I wasn't trying to up one, one up him. I was just saying you, you had, you had to fly, Chris. We, we drove. So yeah, you that's... just got to sit and someone else did the work for you. Uh, and the... At what point does your butt start going numb? And... Uh, about hour five. About... <laughs> yeah. So we got out of the car. We say, drove. I was going to say dro- eight hours. <laughs> we drove. We drove back from um, from oh. Centralia, right? So we, we stopped and get some Quiznos in Centralia. We got some gas. Got Quiznos. Some we got Quiznos. two sandwiches, too. It was awesome. One for one for then and one for there, the road. There's not even any Quiznos here anymore. In Centralia, there is. That's why we got two sandwiches. But <laughs> we drive all the way from there through into, into Oregon, through Oregon. We stopped in Wairica. We got out at some little gas station on the side of the road. It was like Speedster or something yeah. like that. It wasn't even like a Chevron. <laughs> But we get out of the car Can't pump and pump like, your own gas in Oregon. No, we were in California. Oh, and uh, at that time we're I, coming back time, down. We're coming back oh, down. I get out of the car and my legs didn't work. Like I <laughs> almost fell yeah, down. Fell over. It was bad. I had to. St- I had to put my and hand then, on the pump. And then it's your the, sciatica. The, no, it was my knees, dude. Oh, the weather God. of uh, Miss Pacifica Northwest up there uh, oh, was dude. rough. We hit every bit of weather you could possibly think of outside of a thunderstorm. Uh, it was gnarly. No, nah, well, uh, except for like big. So there was rain, okay. sleet, okay, snow, guys. sun, clouds. Okay. All right, over there. Yeah, there, there was, was that real snow. That's, that rain that comes in sideways. You know, the rain that comes straight down. We didn't have the yeah. rain that came like up. Force Gump. You know, yeah. I'm glad you got where I was going, Chris. Rain's <laughs> underneath, man. Force Gump. All right, so sorry. Go. So you guys had hard travel getting there. How, yes. How'd, how'd, you, how'd you guys do? How'd you guys do? How'd you do? Uh, guys. Guys and girls. I'm, I'm hey, they qualified guys. for Fargo there? One girl did. Um, she qualified for Fargo out there? No, you can. All-American status, I believe. I was told that if you're an all For folks, though? Or oh. it's just an All-American if you're an All-American. I thought, uh, oh, wow. That's something we got to look into. Yeah, that's what I was told, All-Americans. So For NHSCA? I don't know if that works. works. I don't think we're going back next year, though. I think we're going to skip one year and then probably do. Centralia with us? You want to come up with us? The, what do you call it? Yeah, the Northwest Regional. But yeah, Birch uh, was there. Our boy Birch was there. I Birch well, and Justin and um, who else was there? A lot of people. There's a lot of people up there. But right, uh, go ahead, go ahead. So next year, my daughter's gonna be in eighth grade, and she has like a um, Washington D.C. trip that the eighth graders take. So um, I might go out that direction, and it's around March 28th ish, around the same time. So I'm not sure what I'll be doing at that time, but uh, that'll be fun. I would like to go with her, but either way, we came back with one national champion and one All-American third place. So, nice. Uh, um, it was pretty cool. Finals were, the finals were awesome. Finals that were is cool. awesome. Some really high-level wrestling there, man. It was really cool. Um, how did you guys do? Did well. Took we did. 11, we oh. did great. Our kids also did great too. Yeah. So yeah, because yeah. uh, they're the ones that wrestled. So no, we did a great job. Uh, coaching. It's all coaching. about us. What are you talking about? Uh, we we I talked to some officials, you know, yelled at a couple of them. Not really yelled, but oh, we threw a couple bricks. I threw a lot bricks. of bricks. Did you know it was fifty dollars to challenge calls in, at high school nationals? It's because they want money, dude. I would have lost bucks. a lot of money. Fifty bucks. I had. I I want to say I threw at least between the two days. I probably threw at least ten to fifteen bricks. Well, I don't think it was that many. <laughs> we weren't always together, bud. Oh, uh, Greco, there was a lot of bricks. I threw a lot in Greco. Officiating was not on on par. I mean, with it what was. It, should be. it was. Yeah, there was days. If if you guys go okay. to my story what, on what the... on my Instagram, 
you could see me collapse and I died for a moment and then I came back to life. What what was the ratio between successful and unsuccessful block I lost brick. Uh, I know I lost three bricks. The first couple we lost. I want to say I think I went like seven, seven out of ten. Seven out of ten? Or like eight. And then eight there was those ones that we challenged where they, they came back and like, oh, the camera didn't yeah, get it. Yeah, get the view. Camera didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. Did you notice that at uh well, at the, in Fresno? At that yeah, they had the cameras they had on the, the clock. And they were wider. Yeah, and they uh, they're supposed to get the whole mat now. Yeah, so it, these they, cameras they, did not get no, the whole mat. No, they did well, not. they have different cameras. So the camera I have right now is is kind of similar to what they have over at, at uh, state. So, but it's a wider view, so you you can zoom out. That, they, that's actually what the camera the camera that you have is the camera they had at uh, at the tournament at the tournament. Yeah, but um, stands, right? yeah. yep, um, but it was not the wide view. So. No. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no. But uh, I had uh, one match uh, where m- our boy pins a guy. Um, match is done. Hand is raised. Kids are off the mat. The coach throws the brick. And they let him challenge. And they said he was challenging. After the late, match was over? After the match was over. But the head referee came up and apologized and said that shouldn't have happened. But we, our guy won anyway, so yeah. it was okay. He, he got to win twice. He got to win twice. But how was he able to challenge that after the match was over? Uh, he wasn't supposed to. Because the guy that was the, the ref for that match was – or the, the Sorry, chair. he was the chair. The, he, chair. the ref was actually really good. The chair for that was not very strong. Weak. He was the judge on another mat that I was on, and it was actually our kid. Um, he got called for flea going out of bounds. Yeah. And he gave up a takedown. And he's like, I was like, oh, they got to go back in the parterre. And he's like, no, no, they don't go back in the parterre. They go back on their feet. And I'm like, it's a flea ended yeah. up in the takedown. You go back in the parterre, dude. He's like, I don't agree with that. I'm like, who said that? The ref? <laughs> the guy that was the judge. Oh, my God. He was the chair in the, ro- the got... match that Robbie, had, Robbie was just yeah. talking he's about. Like, he I just... don't care if you agree with it. It's like, it doesn't rule. matter. That's the it's rule, the dude. <laughs> and that's what they were saying. It's not <laughs> a judgment a, call. We had another match. Um. Robbie wasn't there. It was uh, Jaden. Jaden was wrestling in the semis, and uh, he throws an arm throw and just drops straight down. And it was a slip. And he's on his knees, right? And the coach is like, "You can't, you can't slip to your knees." And he he throws the brick. I was like, "Dude, watch your OEP videos, dude. You can do what? it. Like, it's it's a good call, man. What are you doing?" He didn't stop him. So they they watched the video and sure enough, you know, I, I wasn't worried at all. But we get we get our point and you know we end up teching the kid How in the semis. But he won it in Greco and then was third and third and freestyle. He beat the guy that beat him in the fi- uh, the the guy he beat in the finals in Greco. Yeah, beat him in the semis and in that freestyle. was a hell of a match too. Uh, in freestyle that was rough on on multiple levels, but yeah, it was it was a good tournament. It was um it's a great way. What was really bugging me at the refs where they were saying, they were like, well, it's the first tournament of the year, coach. I'm like, no, it's a Fargo qualifier. It doesn't matter if it's the first tournament of the year. We're at the regionals right now. We don't need to be doing this. And so uh, it was it was rough. That was a, a tough one. Um, but, you know, it, it it we got through that. And overall, I think there was decent refereeing. Yeah, there, there was just some crews that were, you know. They were a little weaker. All right, let's, you know? t- let's stop talking about the refs. But our kids did great. Not, we had we we're had talking about the tournament. We had five so, placers in freestyle. Two girls qualified. 
uh, for us. Nice. And then um, we had three boys qualify in freestyle and, three in, and then three in Greco. So we had three guys qualify for both styles. We had a champ in both in styles. So it was a good, it was a good trip. Well, that's cool because yep. now they don't have to go to the next. Tournament. Oh, they're still going. They're still oh, going to the state. Go everything. They're going. Yeah. They just. Oh, so next one, they, Fresno. Fresno. Uh, Fresno. Fres- yes. Cadet Junior Freestyle State and Kids Greco State. Oh, uh, so do we? Are you gonna have another ch- pizza party this year or no? Yeah. Heck, or this, yeah. This or do you want to have a pizza party with us? No, we should yeah, just all have yeah. a pizza party together. Well, I mean, like I'm leaving. I'm leaving. My next tournament is in two, three weeks. We're going to um, Washington. We're going to the World Team Trials for the. Um, mm-hmm. uh, for the yeah. girls. Yep. For the girls. Um, so man, it's really shaped. If, if we're taking a lot of people, I don't know what to do. But um, you're gonna be light-handed, huh? There's like ten, ten girls wrestling. That we're that's our that's our tournament we're hosting here. Or yeah. we go up and help help yeah. them. Um, yeah, but, uh, we were we were running around this weekend too. It was fun though. It keeps you busy. It keeps you busy for sure. Absolutely it keeps you busy. Um, and then go on Amazon buy a a collapsible stool, stool dude. I'm gonna good. do it. I'm you have to. It. I have to. You have to. So it, it's gonna say it's gonna save your life. It is. Uh, so many people. Oh. oh, so somebody didn't I bring his. Mine. And everybody was like, "Oh my god, Steve, you have to stand." Yeah, like well, a peasant. I had a I had peasant. a rough a rough Thursday night. So nice. No, it wasn't fun. nice, dude. It was not. Fun. <laughs> was it? Nice, no, not dude. not not that kind of rough. Not that. Well, kind no. Of rough. So I started packing and I get home and um, yeah, it just. Dog wasn't Bad. feeling very good, so I was like, "Oh crap!" And we had to take her to the vet in the morning anyway. And I was like, "Shoot, am I?" It just was, yeah. But it all all was good. Um, so I left my I left my chair in the the back seat of my car, and he was so jelly every time I. <laughs> nice. No, I wasn't because. What are those I, I, chairs called? Let's get uh, some sort of. Uh, I know a sponsorship. I know. I was like, I gotta either start making them. He he had yeah. a great idea of us making them, Let's and then he was them. like, Yeah, uh, but ours are good. If we make them, they'll collapse. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll be way cooler. Way cooler. Stool, man. It just has Collapsible brick, stool man. Has a brick built into it. So yeah, just, a red and a blue, just in case. Nah, we don't Ooh. need you guys. We got our own, we it got our just, own brick. It can just pop it out. Like, yep. hit a button. Yep. Boop. Yeah, it pops right out. And then if they then if they take our brick, if we lose, like, nah, <laughs> you guys so gave it back. What are you talking we about? We have one. What are you talking <laughs> about? Our brick. <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need that brick. We got our own. No. So the bricks, the bricks in Centralia, Chris, they were pretty cool. They were flying, or the uh, the Angry Birds. Angry Birds. Yeah, that, they had that at Tulsa <laughs> last year. They had, uh, like, uh, random just. They had red and blue Angry Birds, so you got to throw the Angry Bird. <laughs> That's cool. That was good. That was uh, fun times. But yeah, we got so we got uh, state coming up. So you're going to World Team Trials up in Spokane, mm-hmm. then we got state the next weekend, right? Yeah. yeah. And then Vegas right and after that. And then Vegas the next weekend after that. Yep. And then we got a little bit of time back home. Association duels. Association. Uh, and, and then, then our tournament. Greco State. And then, and then Greco, Greco yeah. State after Greco that. Greco State, 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 State kids freestyle state. So I might not and have And then we're in beautiful yet. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, can you believe it's already almost summertime? How, how's your guys' lineup looking now? Months, I know we always man. talk about this. You, I'm still you guys looking doing for good? a heavyweight, man. No one wants to wrestle heavies. Oh, you still got, you got Peanut. <laughs> got Peanut, but it's, nobody else seems like they want right, to wrestle let's, heavyweights. Let's, so let's, go, oh, let's, let's get out there, heavyweights. Come on, uh, people. Come on. Or a big 220. I've reached out to a couple of. Um, Zahakian's going. Zahakian said that he'll go heavyweights, but we have a two spot. We're gonna need like. So what one. happened last year, man? Those matches. I keep telling people those matches are so rough, man. These kids get so much wrestling in, and by the time we start freestyle, they're banged up. 
because Greco's Shh. first. No, they feel fresh and great. Yeah, not our kids, but um, they, they we do Greco first, and uh, they it's rough, man. Because Greco's so, more of a battle. It is. It is, and they, it really like, is. I was trying to teach my kids. I don't know. Maybe you can give me some advice. I was trying to teach my kids yesterday. As we were wrestling Greco for our kids. If there was going to be like a, a clinic stadium. there this weekend down in South. Yeah, yeah right. I'm talking about my Should, little guys. Some of my kids are going. My kids are going. Canoga to Park. High school yeah. yeah, something. Something that Canoga Park Check it out. So I was trying to teach them yesterday because they were wrestling Greco. And and they're all <laughs> kind of like reaching out towards the, each other. And I'm like, we just uh, learned the arm throw. I'm teaching them the arm throw. And one kid just grabbed this kid. Whapped, threw him on his head, dude. I was like, Ooh, sorry. So I was trying to teach them how to set their shoulder and just kind of not reach and you know grab. They none of them. It was really hard to teach little guys to do that. So what I'm gonna teach them, what, teach them from a tie. Yeah. This is what like, I was gonna do. I was gonna teach do. them just to set their shoulder already and kind of just be in that position. Start. Well, from where there. are you? Where are you throwing from? What what tie are you throwing from? Uh, well, well, a lot of the kids are very. You know, you probably have uh, more experience with this, but. Um, a lot of the kids are doing like underhooks and stuff, and a lot of kids are doing collar ties. I'm talking about oh, little, think of little, collar. I'm yeah, talking no, about little kids. Yeah, I'm not talking about older. Yeah, no, collar no, ties. I'm following you because we so, had we had Greco with our middle school guys yesterday. We were doing arm throws. Yeah, from the collar because they're so used to. Yeah, you just collars. clamp down and yeah, then you so just go. I did that with uh, our high schoolers yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of times last year at Fargo, these kids. I mean, at Tulsa, this what would happen? These kids would dig in an underhook, and you know, they were to get get tossed, launched. Get well, launched don't give up underhooks. Well, don't launched. give up underhooks, but also too, if you get if they're no, they're <sighs> digging in. They're get, they're yeah, they're reaching for an underhook. Yeah, oh, you reaching, you got a pole. You got a pole. Everybody's countering. You don't go like this. You don't go there. You pull. You pull. Yeah. It's not so, that hard. Any any coach should know that. Yeah, right. If you know a little bit of Greco, you should know you don't reach you don't for an underhook. Reach your pole. That's what I tried to say. That's what I tried. To elbow, say. elbow, elbow up. up. Well, now we got to change elbow that. Elbow up, side to side. Side to side. Yeah, there you go. But um, no, man, it's 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 gonna be fun. We'll be up there. You guys will be up there. We're actually doing a show. They got that new little thing up there for us. Yeah, Remember they we'll said the there. little thing. Um, yeah. Iggy, Iggy came through with the stickers. Did you guys see that? I oh, saw that. That's what? awesome. When are him, we gonna he get? Sent them to you guys. He, uh, he put it on. He put, he tagged you guys. What on stickers? Instagram. It's the, the, it's the web. Stickers. It's the thing. No uh, way. Yeah, dude, the they look vinyl sick. Stickers. You didn't see so, it. What? I saw, it, but it, I just saw that Iggy said so, he had them. I didn't know he was sending them to sending us. Sending them. He sent. He's sending them. I don't know if you can see this, but uh, let's see if I can pan, pan it up to the thing. What? Yeah, Iggy. Oh, Iggy put it up there. Wow. Yeah. They so, look dope, dude. He what? Iggy's the man. Iggy came through. He sent it. Did he send you guys? He put it on a post. I saw it on Instagram. So, I'll I'll check it out. I'll find it. Yeah. Um, he said he's got the Cali Connect stickers. I I, I liked it. Iggy's awesome. our what do you call a consigliere? Consigliere. He's our, he's our he's our Cali Connect consigliere. Nice. Um, he's he's doing some work for us, but um, we gotta get that guy on here. Yeah, he he, he like, has been on. No, I know, been. but like a full dedicated we gotta, Iggy special. We gotta have Iggy just the, as the 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 guy that's just. I'm telling you, the guy kind of like kind of like that one guy from the like uh, Jimmy Kimmel show, the Jimmy Kimmel yeah. show, where he has that little guy on the and and the corner. Oh. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, I forget his name. He just sits yeah. there in the corner, doesn't say anything, just sits there. 
Just have a screen for him. And... No, myth- Iggy's great. We yeah, gotta have Iggy on. Iggy. Oh, I love Iggy, man. He's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's the man. Be. He's awesome. But man, summer's around the corner. These tournaments around the corner came faster than I thought. Yeah. Um, and pretty soon, you know, it's gonna be August. Um, yeah. and you know, hopefully that means- I, I get a I get a uh, uh message from USA Wrestling that I'm on one of the world teams, but I don't think it's gonna happen. So I yeah, I think those would already come. I didn't get my uh, message either. Pretty bummed, I, pretty I wanna, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, gentlemen. Uh, they've already Yeah, finalized. all those teams are full. They're finalized. You jerk. Um, Just killed my hopes. I'm sorry. It's all right. Maybe next year. Maybe next year? Yeah. Maybe we'll Maybe have done with my silver. Because... What do you do? Hey, make sure you put them in for all of them. Everything. I did. Women's, I, I freestyle, did. Greco. They sent me the link. Put I, put them, I put it in for all of them. They sent me the lady from USA Wrestling sent it to me. Said make sure it's done by this day. Morgan? Uh, is her name Morgan? I think so. I don't know what her name is, but she sent it to me and said fill it out by this date. I did and didn't get anything back in return. So it was like, uh, now you just, it's okay, Chris. just killed my dreams. Okay. So, right. My bad. But uh, thanks. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, anytime. Anytime. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then we actually have the uh, RCEP that's going to be recorded. Just, yes. So did you? I didn't understand that email that was on that was sent. So I, I I emailed them to be registered for it. They got two. They got uh, more inquiries that they thought they were going to get, and they couldn't. This is my understanding of the email. They couldn't meet the required. Uh, inquiries they had too many and it wasn't going to be fair because they put it a part of the silver task now they said right well it's already it's always been a part of the silver task before you just had to watch the old one so they're and then answer the questions yeah and this is the same kind of thing so what what, if we already did the old one you don't need to do it you've already done it your task that task is completed we want to do it now so you got to wait till it comes you have to wait till it comes out they're going to record them and 24 reps uh, so there's people are talking, 24 reps, 24 coaches. It's a three day, uh, three day thing starting on Monday. Yeah. Uh, it starts at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific Monday. It's are, you, a, are you in? I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Chris is so jealous right now. So jealous. Look at him. He's shaking his head. So jelly. I'm also on the yes. board though for the officials as oh, the athlete. That's rep. not fair, dude. So. Well, yeah, it is fair. It's it not means... about who you know. It's about never mind. No, it's not about what you know. It's who you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, used to, I say it the other way around. But... Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, it at least we have a California guy on there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're we have right. a couple because Todd's on. He's a presenter. He's an official. Kendra's in a, a presenter. Yeah. So well, we're we're gonna be good. We're gonna well, be good, good for you. That's I'm I'm happy for you. Appreciate you. I'm happy for you. Appreciate you. I, I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, but he's so jealous right now. <laughs> he's so jealous. I didn't make a world team. I'm not going to a world. It is what it is. I'm going to a Pan Ams. Well, it's okay. you're on a team. Yeah. So, Chris, you're on our team. I, you are on our team. Oh, that's what that's what counts. One day, one day, it'll all come to fruition. Yeah. All come. Yep. For once, right? I got you. For once, it's all we're good. good. Maybe someone we will could, cancel we, the. I'll we get to go to Fargo. We get to go to Fargo. Beautiful Fargo. Anyways, this is episode 16. Right? Yeah. 
Did I say 16? You said you, you correct me last time. It is, right? We had 15. Yeah. So now what we have, what I have up here right now is ooh, it's, it's up. The 14 is 14's up. Up. Uh, 14. Up. Breaking. So breaking now news. I'm just waiting for 15 to be there. And then we just recorded 16. This is 16. Uh, I just checked and 14 is finally uploaded. Um, I don't have 5G here, but it's 2G Wi-Fi, so that could be the problem. Um, I don't have 5G either. I have 5G. I know you do. I My know. phone's you old. Every, you have everything. We know. Okay, that's why they're the talent. That's why you didn't wear the hat today. Got to be in Actually, I, 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 I didn't wear the uniform. I didn't wear that hat today because I had to go take my photo for my new driver's license. Because who who, who actually is in our crowd right now? We have a live audience here at the CYC, the Community Youth Center for the Cali Connect podcast. She's looking super interested and loves it so much. She's been <laughs> yeah. on the edge of her seat. My wife, Kelly Smith, we got wow. our now. Talk about hair clapping. A, a, start clapping. Oh, oh, that was a slap. Oh, that was slap. That was oh, a wrong slap. one. But uh, thank you. <laughs> there you go. So um, we are uh, now official, official uh, residents of California. We have our driver's license here now. And, uh, oh, nice. Yeah, we're back. That's amazing. So you they didn't Cal fail well, either. Welcome her. Oh, ooh. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on blast on that one, Robbie. I might have failed. I might have <laughs> failed it. So you have to take a test. No, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. A test uh, for what? To get your license, you took a driver's test. Not in not like I didn't have to drive with anybody, but I had to take the permit test. <laughs> so if you you can you get uh, three chances. Uh, yeah. It took me all. Uh, it took me all three. <laughs> took me third all times three. the charm. Third times the charm. <laughs> so how I, many feet? Show. How many feet do you uh -huh. need to before uh -huh. when your blinker goes on before? hundred. hundred feet. Yeah. Oh well. Well, Unless no. One of a certain miles time an hour, then it's two hundred. Time out. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, this guy over here. No, so seriously. So my first one, um, but my so my second test was my second fail was absolutely bolarky. I missed motor. I don't ever. I don't have a motorcycle. I wasn't taking a motorcycle test. They gave me motorcycle questions, and then they gave me um, a questions about like the self driving electric cars. I don't know that. Listen, you so, sound you sound like a loser because you're making I did. all these all these excuses. I I, I lost I lost twice. I lost twice, but then I won the third one, hey, and I have nice. my license, and I'm back, baby. So it was a round Come back, Kelly. round robin, huh? Round robin. It's all that matters. All that matters is you pass. Seas my my out of degrees, my, dude. So I also have to give degrees. credit to my out of state wife. She passed it in two tests. It took me three. So hey, that's fine. <laughs> but I got my stuff. Hey, you got hey, it. Don't worry. The only way official. I failed was because of the motorcycle. He question. just wanted to answer more questions. Is really yeah. what it was. He wanted to, he well wanted to see them all. Wanted I wanted to, well to let. I wanted to let it. people know. You okay, know, Robbie. So check this out, dude. Someone sent me. <laughs> uh, someone sent me a video. Uh, uh, you. Yes. Wrestling Lopez. Oh, bro! Don't. don't they're like, what? One? They're like. They're like when? Look, look what I found. I was when? Like, when? Uh, yeah, World. Was it Worlds 15 know, where he teched me but up, this, bro? But this, but this is, yeah, that was somebody put me on blast on that one. So it's when, so messed so when up. They, so when they when he teched me quick, that was so bad. Well, yeah, as but, soon as they put you down, oh. you, looked, you looked like like all right, dude, that bitch is over, dude. You 
No, so so this is so. You, like, I'd like to see out. anybody wrestle yeah, Lopez. Yeah, though. anybody. That guy's anybody. a monster. Yeah, Have you well, he made you look kind of small. Yeah, and no, I was anybody. like, wow. so. It, to those people monster. that want to put me on blast, you can come wrestle me anytime, and yeah. then feel how I wrestle you, and then I when, after I wreck you, then think of the person that wrecked me, <laughs> and then we'll go from there. Okay, so that, this that. is that was in 2015. That was the semis, 2015. Yeah, and so this is prime Lopez. This is Prime Lopez and pr- Prime. Not, that, not that Prime Lopez wasn't in 2020. No, this is Prime Lopez. This is Prime yeah. Lopez, and I've wrestled him before. And the first time I wrestled him, I actually lost six to two in Cuba. Yeah. And um, uh, no six. Oh, no, it was that. Oh, no, sorry, no six to two in um. Pan Am's that year. Pan Am Games. I you know so I'm wrestling him. Wrestled him well. He did gut me in that one. And that's how he got his six points. So it's like all right. So let's, 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 let's do this. So I sat there and, and we're talking strategy in the back and we're, we're like, yeah, let's do this. We're going to push the pace, blah, blah, blah. They put me down. I know I was going to go down first. I'm like, yeah, I got to push the pace. I'm like, I'm going to stand up. I'm going <laughs> to catch him off guard and I'm going to stand up. Who told you to do that? I told myself to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I was like, uh, I felt his long six feet arms go around my body and wrap around my waist twice, which is not easy to do. And I was like, well, this was a big mistake. <laughs> this, this was horrible. This was not a good idea. So again, I'm going to say, okay, to the one of the four time, four time Olympic champion, only, only, only four time. Nope. Nope. Corella. No, the girl won it. The Japan. No. She got beat by Helen in in, in her No, not that one. Another one. Didn't she? All right. Okay. Four-time heavyweight champion in Greco-Roman wrestling. And uh, I don't know how many times world champion. Yeah, he teched me in in the semifinals of the Worlds. Yeah. Okay. That was Worlds? The haters probably have never even wrestled very much. Is that the only time you've been teched? Uh, No, I've been teched before. Have you been souped? Uh, Yes, once. Once, once. never that? as a senior, I've souped many people. Uh, I got souped once, and the only time I've ever been souped was in a folk style match. Folk style, uh, age, uh, grade state that's illegal. Grade state, <laughs> that's <laughs> illegal. Grade state, and uh, it was a uh, uh, a high school kid refereeing my match and gave the kid five. Wow, and my dad's like, uh, this is folk style, there is no five pointer. <laughs> That is illegal. Like, there was two takedown, three near fall, plus he screamed, so that's one. Yeah, he got an extra <laughs> so one. Six. Took me straight back. The only time I've ever been souped. Oh. Have you been souped? Uh, no, but I've been teched. I've been teched. Have you been pinned? Yes. Have you been souped? I don't think so. I remember every time I've been pinned, though. I remember every single time. I've been choked out. I know that. Once, once at Masters my senior year. Um, so when are you counting though? You count when you're little too, or no? No, no. I, I was, I was never. I don't think I've ever been pinned. I've never, oh, I've never been pinned since. No. Um, uh, I was pinned probably in college, like sixth grade. I was teched in college by a leg rider. That that one hurt. That took a lot of. That took, I had to find my cosones after that. How, how were your shoulders after that one? Uh, it was. It it sucked. <laughs> it sucked. But you also got to remember too, the tech in uh, Greco was eight points. No, not back. Was it? Has it always been eight? The ten points. Okay, it's it ten. always been ten or eight. It's ten. So yeah, 
You remember when they went when they took it away when when uh, back when they still did the vertical brackets, yeah. when you could text someone and then keep and then wrestling, keep wrestling. Yeah. And then keep people wrestling were scoring like fifty points. points. Yeah, because yeah. the pins they moved the pins to five. Yeah, so you could keep working for a pin. Yep, I remember that man, and that's how that's I, that was like uh, fourth. You, if you lost to somebody, right? Yeah, the criteria is points, and then you ended up wrestling. That happened to me my the first year all all American at Fargo. The guy that was wrestling for third and fourth, I teched him, right? And then so I was wrestling for, I don't remember, fifth or sixth or seventh and eighth. And I was like, why? What the? You know? So well, like, the classification yeah. points, that happened to me too. Yeah, he ended up like wrestling for third and fourth, and I wrestled for like seventh and eighth, I think. So I was yeah. Like, oh, that sucks, dude. But um, I don't want to keep you guys any longer. So in that, your, in that same turn, she still looks, she's, she's looking at her phone. So she's right fine. Now. She's distracted right now. So, oh, now she, she heard me talking about she yeah. gave the, the Act like act act normal. Act normal. Uh no. Um that same tournament, that same tournament, world championship. So I got teched, teched by uh Lopez in the semis. And then my third place match, I also got five. I didn't get souped. Was that a five? Did they call a five? They gave him five because I was losing. Oh, uh, Makov? They gave you a, they gave him a five on that one? I'm pretty sure. I don't think I, they did. No? I don't think so. Dude. Did I step out? You stepped out once. I, I don't think out. it was a five. I thought it was a four. I thought they gave him a five. I don't think so. We'll have to watch it, but I don't think it was a five. It. And, and, so, and, and, and I've been put on blast for both those matches online, so whatever. <laughs> that was What's a good on? freaking match, though. That was a hell of a match. They, but they ended, they, they, ended, they, ended, they, ended, uh, they ended that match at Mokdoff throwing me. Oh like, yeah, uh, not not him laying on the ground. Oh, okay. <laughs> After it was over. okay, let's keep going here. Let's watch this a little bit further and yeah. see what happens. I didn't win. But Either way, good. Robbie, it's a win because not a lot of people get to say that they've even wrestled at that level. So, yeah, it was fun. Win or lose, you, it was you, fun. You, you got a poster out of it. Well, you wrestled yeah. at a lot higher level than other people did. So, but that was a back fun to your wife. Too. I don't want to yeah, we, I should probably I get her, her. I don't want to keep. I her should probably longer. get her out of here. She yeah, might start booing us again. But um, this was episode sixteen. Uh, next guest is going to be. I don't know. Um. So actually, actually, we got a couple. Robbie we, and I were talking. We got a couple. Uh, that we could Kath, have on. Catherine Throp Allen. I, I'm going to reach out to her and see if she wants to come on the podcast. She's going to she be has doing a different last name though. Now. Oh, so sorry, Catherine Shy. Yeah. Um. Who is uh, going to be um, coming to do a, a, a clinic. Clinic. clinic for us? Um, so I want to see if she wants to come on. But I've also had a confirmed guest, a confirmed guest that will come on. Adam Wheeler, Olympic bronze medalist, uh, jujitsu, yep, jujitsu, awesome. uh, uh, jujitsu world champion, uh-huh. um, former, uh, oh, former. Uh, SWAT team and firefighter mm-hmm. all hey. all around uh, uh Captain America. Just, just a dude. Just a dude being a dude. Dude's dude. Looking like straight up uh yeah. Drago from um uh Rocky, Rocky Four. Four. Yeah. So he, I hit him up last week and I told him he told me any weekday works for him. Morning, afternoon works, uh weekends, he's he's at the fire department. So uh we can pick between those two. I know yeah. I'm pretty sure Catherine would come on. Uh, and I'm I'm pretty sure uh, Wheeler would come on. So we have. We I know have, Wheeler will. We have. Um, you know, we can do. Uh, what's this? Uh, McNeil, uh, uh, Neil, Stephen Neal. 
Stephen, yeah. yeah. We just saw he, he, he was up in he was the, up in, there in Washington. Yeah. Stephen Neal. Um you could uh, I got uh who else? We can always do Birdo, but Birdo's still such a little wuss. So right now is probably not a good time for Birdo. He's dealing with all this uh junior dual stuff. Let's do Valario. So Valario. Let's do Morgan. Oh, Morgan McIntosh? No, oh, Dwayne. Dwayne. Oh. Let's get them on here. I'm by last name, so um, powered by our boys were given this we have the 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 sign up in our room and boys are like oh coach uh, we're all talking about it like, we can we be on we can we be yeah, on they want to <laughs> we gotta get them on i left it, it up in, i left it up in mine too on my wall right here we right? should yeah, do we it, put it on the side of the room uh we should do it on a weekend so we can get some kids on because i think that's the best time to do it the weekend yeah once i mean we can't do it after 3 30 like kids, kids like, the wrestlers uh, i'm talking about like uh, captains captains we, whatever captain, right yeah. I'm down. But the time has come for this one to end. Yes. So 16. You. If you're still listening and you're driving to Fresno or you're driving yep. to wherever you're driving to and you're listening. Thank you for still uh, listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening to all of I hear this is everybody's favorite part. Uh, but <laughs> I am LWC underscore coach. Time out, stop, stop, stop. Real quick. Sorry. I got I got I got criticism for this from my father. Uh shout out Rob Smith. We he's like Robbie, I have to point something out. I was like, he's like, when you guys say your address, our tag, he's like, you can you please slow it down? It's very difficult to hear it. Can you please slow it down? So, Dad, we're going to slow it down right now for you. Hit it, Chris. I am LWC underscore Coach Lopez underscore and Legacy Wrestling. Center. That's, mine. That's yours. I am we underscore <laughs> bro underscore here. Oh yeah, perfect. I, I'm hoping these are the correct. Well, hopefully, speeds. your dad has yours. Already. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully these are the correct speeds. But I am R T D S. Greco, and it is also Cali Connect underscore podcast, and then CYC Wrestling underscore underscore official. There you go, Dad. That nice and slow. Right. That sounded right. <laughs> Hopefully, nice and slow. Uh, I think there's a pause button where you hear it, find it. Oh, there is. There is. But it's okay. It's okay. You're it. thinking too much, Chris. You're, You're thinking, thinking too much. much. My dad told me to slow it down. I'm slowing it down. We got you, Dad. We're good. We're good. It's all good. But I am Coach Lopez. That is Robbie Smith and Steve E. This is Cali Connect Wrestling Podcast, episode 16 in the books. We are out. Cue the music, Mr. Harvey. Cue it. Bye.